Welcome to Another Mother Podcast, a safe place for stepmoms to unravel the blended chaos and share lessons learned, the good, the bad, and the high conflict. We're your hosts, Dana and Amanda, just a couple of stepmoms who've struggled to find their role. Now let's grab a drink and talk some shit. All right, so today we want to talk about blending extended families. Yes, yes, we do. Um, but first, I guess is it my? T- I guess it's my turn for a positive or funny moment, isn't it? Yes. Okay. We need so. one for today. <laughs> okay. So my in-laws moved into a very large acreage about. 30 minutes from us. And so as a result, we were like, oh, perfect. We can get my son that dirt bike that we've always wanted to get him. So we did that. And of course, he's a natural on it. Anything with two wheels, he's on it. And he just goes and goes and goes. Um, So then we, my stepdaughter has a quad as well. And she's learning um, to drive standard. So it's fairly new to her too. And so my spouse and I were on the big quad And we were going for a ride in the field on the acreage. And so we all went as a family, my son on the dirt bike, stepdaughter on the quad, taking it easy. And then we get to the part where you can kind of, it's just like a large like field where you can just kind of rip back and forth. But there's these little like bumps in the middle of like, they're almost like little tiny moguls. (laughs) so before we could catch up to my stepdaughter to be like hey take those slow she must have hit them hard in like third gear and her quad died sure enough she broke one of the wires off that connects to the battery first thing so we're like oh my god and then so we got off and you know my spouse is trying to fix that and then my son's like just going back and forth ripping on his quad And we're always like, you know, if you fall, just hit the kill switch because he's had oil like leak into his um, filter, air filter and everything and clogged it up. So we're we're like, when you start it, always make sure it's in neutral. And I say it over and over and over and over again, make sure it's in neutral. Because if not, I mean, anybody who knows anything about quads or dirt bikes, like not me, you start it, you're going to take off. Right. (laughs) So, and I used to ride dirt bikes, so I get it. And so sure enough, he bailed twice on the, on the little moguls. So, you know, like my spouse was like busy fixing the quad. So I'm like, Oh, I'll I'll get it. So sure enough, I pick it up. I get it out of this big hole that he's in, move it, forgot to fucking check if it was in neutral, (laughs) full throttle. And I went flying, like flying. And I hung onto it because I didn't want it to like crash into the quads or anything. I literally got drugged like 10 feet in the mud. Oh my God. And the kids were kind of yeah. like, did you check if it was in neutral? <laughs> oh my God. Brats. <laughs> oh, I was like covered. I had like, my head <laughs> was all like scratched up. I'm lucky I didn't burn myself on the motor, but fuck man. <laughs> Lesson learned. Oh my goodness. I don't even know what I would have done. I probably just would have cried. You're tougher than me. Oh, I was... <laughs> I was just like, uh, I just knew. I was like, this is what I tell them to do all the time. And I (laughs) one of those moments where, you know, your own advice bites you in the ass because you didn't listen to yourself. Yeah. And of course, your kids are like 
remember you said this. <laughs> well, and then, <laughs> well, I think my son felt so bad. He's like, I'm sorry, mommy, but like, I didn't put it in neutral. You grabbed it. And I was like, yeah, I, I know. And then out of nowhere, it's like these two moose came out of nowhere and were just like staring at us, like as if we were so fucking stupid. Like they, like, that would have been cool. To, I mean, yeah, the judging eyes probably wouldn't have been cool, but that would have been cool to see. <laughs> It was cool, but it was like, fuck, I'm embarrassed in front of the moose. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have to know to know. <laughs> no, we don't know what you're doing, but it was fucking stupid. So that's all we know. <laughs> so that was okay. So um, I feel like this was like a super easy one for me. So I don't. I think this is one we had to actually do some research on because um, we were lucky this way. But yeah, how long did you wait before you introduced your family to your stepdaughter? Um, okay, so I I I think I'm not positive, but I think we broke literally all the rules when it came to like what you were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, we like moved in together right away. We also like introduced our kids to each other right away. <laughs> and like my spouse lived with his sister at the time cause she was in college. And so she needed a place to, you know, it just, it made sense for both of them. And yeah. my sister lived like around the corner from me. My dad also lived around the corner from me. So you guys were all pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So we did, we did, I want to say after like a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, we broke most of the rules too. I was young. We fell in love. We were excited. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You dove right in and it's easy to do and like, like family, right? Like it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, I almost get why bio moms are like, concerned at first yeah you know what I mean like I do yeah it's like whoa there's this new woman and in my case I had a baby yeah it's like what's going on at that home you know well and obviously like thankfully things worked out in both our cases but had they not like as a bio mom I understand why you know they want to like wait a little bit or don't want just like women coming around all the time or vice versa. You wouldn't want. No, I'd be concerned know. if it were me. Just, yeah. just to say it honestly, like I, I do, I do understand that. But as far as like, I don't know. I feel like everybody, like my stepdaughter is such this cute little, cute little blondie social butterfly all over the place, like singing songs and playing waitress and like she's true. Do you feel like because she was younger, it was easier Mm -hmm. to just naturally have those relationships? Yeah, I feel like it was. I feel like, like, yeah, she just really took to everybody and everybody really took to her. She was, we come from a lot of a family of a lot of boys. So like having a little girl around was like awesome. You know, and she just, she was just all eyes on me. Um, fun. You know, she's just very talkative and my family loves kids. So it just, it was an easy fit. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because actually I think the only person that I butt heads with when 
um, like with my husband's family anyways, mm-hmm. um, because I was in that primary mother role pretty quickly being like living with him as a single parent yeah um was nanny (laughs) and just if anybody doesn't know Dana and my husband are cousins so um she knows who nanny is but nanny and I are fine now she remembers she writes my name in Christmas cards and stuff like we're fine now but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at the, at the start, like, ab- absolutely not. Like, I left her and my husband and my stepdaughter in a restaurant in Niagara Falls and drove around while they finished lunch because I had just, like, had enough. Was she, I mean, <laughs> like, extremely rude to you? I got to know. Do you know what? It was, it's tough because my stepdaughter has had, like, pretty severe behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, anybody who's traveled with young kids, like, we drove across the country with her when she was three and a half. Um, and that was our first time like meeting each other's families. Cause both of our two families are in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just one of those situations where she wanted to be grandma. But when we were trying to put our foot down, she was still trying to be grandma and causing more of a scene in this restaurant. And I was just like, mm. you know what? I'm not going to deal with this right now. You guys enjoy your lunch. I'm going for a drive. <laughs> wow. What did she say afterwards? Nothing? She didn't talk to me. Like, we didn't talk for a little while. We kind of just tolerated each other. And then, um, I mean, my husband and I had more children. So, and we've obviously been together now. And since then, she has said, like, she's not directly apologized, but maybe more so acknowledged that, her behavioral issues did need to be addressed and that she shouldn't have overstepped. So mm-hmm. yeah, me and Nanny are good, but yeah. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I can't imagine having to do that with like an entire family and a bio mom or, you know, like mm-hmm. I was pretty lucky in my case. And I mean, Nanny's only like 4'11". So she's the tiniest, cutest little lady ever. Right. She is like, <laughs> Actually, the funny story about Nanny is she was having a hard time sleeping like a few months ago. So I mailed her some edibles and she did not listen to my recommended dosage. And she greened greened herself out. She said she was high for two days. Two days? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I would have taken myself to the hospital. Uh. I mean, it's not the worst. I think for Nanny, though, she's just, like, a little bit of a buzz. She's like, oh, man, I'm feeling it. (laughs) I'm high as a kite. Right? See, that's actually really funny. That is not something – I don't know if that's something that would even be, like, anyone would ever know about her and my family because – No, she literally said to me, I've never done the marijuana. I was like, Nanny, (laughs) we know. (laughs) Yeah, it, it shows. (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh that's so funny yeah no I love like asking me if she was gonna get in trouble because I mailed it to her I'm like no nanny we're in Canada it's fine (laughs) I love learning about her through you guys because I feel like (laughs) it's like later in life type stuff like yeah yeah I left her at a restaurant six years ago and now I mail her drugs yeah it's all good see there's a there's that's my silver lining story (laughs) exactly 
but she like, so did she have a hard time? Do you think like your husband's family had a hard time accepting you as like mothering your stepdaughter? No, um, my husband was kind of a shithead when he was younger. I'm sure you know. And I really think it was more just them trying to be protective and didn't want my stepdaughter getting attached to somebody who maybe wasn't going to be long-term. Fair. And I mean, now that we have more children and we're married, obviously those concerns have gone away, but I, I can empathize with it just at the time. It's hard, especially when you're defending yourself, when you're just trying to love people, you know? Well, and I think sometimes it just is something that's like, it's just going to take time. Cause I even remember. So backstory again with me, I was married. I got pregnant. We were trying to have a baby. He had an affair and left. And while I was pregnant. And so when I had my son and then met my spouse, like eight months down the road, like whenever I would like try to meet or like go meet his family or like for the first little while, I just felt like everyone thought I was some like hoe bag with a baby. And like, I just wanted him for like his money. Cause he was like the hot firefighter when I first met him and he was making- Oh, remind me to ask him if he has any calendars kicking around. Right. Be so he was like the catch, right. It was like, he was the catch and, and is the catch. Yeah. He was, but <laughs> um, I think his parent, like his whole family just thought I was like looking for like a baby daddy and like, Again, just like being protective out of love, but still hard. And I was like, they won't figure out that I'm not until they figure out that I'm not, right? Like, it just takes time. And so they also, that being said, had a really hard time getting close to my son. Because not because they didn't want to, but they didn't want to start loving him. And then we break up and they don't ever see him again. That's fair. Especially because he was so young. Yeah. And like, I didn't know how in insane, like my spouse got into a huge fight with his dad about it. Cause his dad was like, he's not my grandson kind of thing after a while. And I didn't know that that had happened. And I like bawled my eyes out when I found out. Cause I just thought like, we don't belong anywhere. Oh, you know, that is such a hard feeling. Yeah. yeah. And like, I felt like I was like, nobody. And I I was already feeling terrible that his own biological father didn't want to be around. So it was like, then for somebody else to say like, but he had a right to. Had, it's still just hard hearing. It, it was hard to hear it. Yeah. So yeah. it was hard to accept us at first, I think. Do you feel like your bond is stronger now because okay. of the time? Yeah, I think. Um, as much as I, I don't have like these full on long conversations with his dad. Cause he's, he's not someone of like, that's going to sit down and like, I mean, when it comes to politics and COVID and everything, like, obviously <laughs> we're, we're all on the same. Everyone's page. got something to say now. Yeah. We've, we're all on the same page about that, but it's like, he grew up in an environment that was a little similar to mine. So I feel like we're both children of, the same environment. So we do actually have a lot in common. 
in a lot yeah. of ways. And he just like an unspoken bond. Oh, he's like, be your own boss, like F the government. Um you know, find alternative ways. Like he, he totally loves that we homeschool my son. And like, he's like, you guys are doing it all right. Like it's the old school way. Like we have a really, really good relationship and same with like, um, his, like my spouse's mom and stuff. Like we're all very close now, but I think for the first year, I like, I remember like texting my sister or like, talking in groups of like, I don't know, like how long before people like you? <laughs> yeah. Cause I could tell there was this huge wall up. Right. Do you feel like his past situation with, um, your stepdaughter's mom made that situation a bit harder? Like, do you think that they were like, had their walls up because of that? Oh, for sure. They did. Yeah. Cause I mean, she was just like that huge, mistake that he made right like the what what he did like I mean they got pregnant pretty quick they weren't really together that long it just kind of happened so then they had to like forcefully make it try and work and it that wasn't something that like had ever really happened in that family like you get married and you have kids yeah so I was going to ask if it was common in your guys's extended families to have other blended families one or one or two yeah what about you guys do you guys have blended families in your family um my husband doesn't know his dad um so his mom remarried when he was 14 um so he has three siblings Mm -hmm. that have another dad um and I also have a half sibling right so I am from a blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a huge family and almost everybody is blended on my mom's side, but my dad's side is more traditional. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, like I say that I almost forget that I was blended as well, but it's like, I don't even remember my brothers being around. So. No, and I was going to say, it's like the, over the generations, like it's changed a ton, you know, like. 30 years ago, people weren't so open about, you know, having a blended family. It was, I think it was a little bit more, um, not hidden, but not exactly talked about. No. And your, your stepkids were treated like stepkids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And there was no, like, we are one whole, you know, I remember even like when I was young, my dad saying like, your sister is not your half sister. Like that's your sister. Mm-hmm. So we didn't grow up like doing the half. Good for you. I think that's the way. And we've actually been experiencing that problem. Well, for a long time, because obviously again, my son has been put in direct light from BM. <laughs> I'm going to say BM this time. Um, that like, that's not your brother to my stepdaughter. Yeah. And even recently, she was like, the kids were all playing up the street all together. There's a bunch of kids on our street. And my stepdaughter was like talking to one of the other girls like loudly and saying like, oh, that's just my stepbrother. And my son was like, embarrassed and heartbroken. And like, when she was about six, no, probably seven, 
and we went to like this um, hotel in Medicine Hat because we were at a ringette tournament. And so she's in the pool with all of her friends. So like I got in the pool with my son. He was just little. And one of the little girls from her team was like, oh, that's your brother. He's so cute. And my stepdaughter was like, oh, no, that's just my stepbrother. And like did air quotations. And I like looked over because like her mom was there sitting poolside and was like so proud. Uh, yeah. That's hard. And I don't understand that. You do, right? Yeah. Kind of wanted to go beat the shit out of her mom, but that's frowned. Apparently that's unacceptable. <laughs> that's called raging. We don't do that. <laughs> But it's so hard because, like, I, I just had to tell her the other day. I was like, you're not wrong. He's your stepbrother. I get that. But when you say it the way you do and add just before it. And he doesn't remember life without her. He was that young. And that's what I said. I was so like, I like, what the fuck? Yeah. He has always known you. And I get that it's different for you. But that's her fault. I was like, that'd be like me introducing you as, oh, that's just my stepdaughter. Yeah. How's that feel? And she was like, oh, that would hurt. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Like, I would never do it. I'm always like, that's my daughter. I don't even say. Which is also a no-no. You're supposed to say something. I was going to say, you're you're just breaking rules left and center. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, I get in trouble from bio mom if I say she's my daughter but I would hurt her heart if I said that's my stepdaughter yeah right so it's like fuck it I'll just take one for the team god you can't win ever um Um, did you guys have any issues as far as like holidays and gift giving like did your son ever was he singled out or was that pretty fair to begin with no no he's always been really included um with their family um with my spouse's family but um and my family is like honestly my mom's a lot of things but like I gotta tell you I gotta hand it to her she's always included my stepdaughter and cards and gifts and making sure everything's like fair yeah it's funny because my mom who is also a narcissist from our <laughs> from our past episodes yep <laughs> um she actually was like the same she welcomed her with open arms and always like spoils her at holidays just like wow my bio children mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I have always felt like my mom isn't able to connect on like an emotional level or anything like she is just very um materialistic so for her, like, that's the only way she knows how to show affection. Yeah. Like, I broke up with my boyfriend in, like, 2013. And instead of being like, are you okay? She bought me a laptop. Like, yeah. just, like, weird, yeah. <laughs> weird yeah. things. But then would also make comments about me raising my stepdaughter as if she didn't, like, ditch her own kids. Like, she's so worldly advice about it. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. one time, I don't even know what she was saying, but she was like, oh, well, she just, she's a kid. You just need to love her. I'm like, says the mom who hasn't hugged me since I was seven. You know what? Thanks for the tip. Uh, 
I'm sure I'm not messed up at all from the way that I was raised. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> I actually have like, I have definitely big moments where I'm like, am I fucked up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, should I think this is normal when it's m- not? <laughs> I'm kind of like, I must have, there must be something that came out of that situation that fucks me up. And I, I wonder what it is. Am I blind to it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But that's funny that you say that because I I think it is as a narcissist, I think it's hard to you can't get on that level, no matter no. how hard you try, right? Um and we did we did have actually have an incident where like again, okay, so they're like they include my stepdaughter and everything, and that's great. But there came a time where so you know how hard it is and how expensive it is to fly back to Ontario with your family. Yeah. It's difficult. And they were like begging me to go back with my son and my stepdaughter and my spouse. And it was like, it just wasn't financially in the cards for us that way. And I had already gone back once before with just my son. And it kind of like, I could tell like my stepdaughter felt really left out, even though like my spouse didn't go either. Mm -hmm. But I think it kind of hurt her on another level. Like she really wanted to go. And I did it on a week like that she was at her mom's like, no problem. They go on vacations, they go to Hawaii and Disneyland and all this other stuff. So it's like, I figured she was good. You know, it hurt her, I found out. And so I was like, okay, I probably shouldn't do that again. Right. So like, if I go, I'm gonna bring both. And Uh, my mom was like begging us to come back. And I was like, you know, it just doesn't really work right now. And she's like, well, then you and you, you know, you and your son. And I was like, mom, I can't do that. That like hurt my stepdaughter last time. And I I can't continue doing that. And so I would have to bring both. And that's just not going to work right now. And she was like, but she's just your stepdaughter. Like, you know, your son needs to come back. He has family here. I'm like, yeah, but we all look at each other the same in this family or try to as best as we can. And it's like, she wasn't getting it. I was like, I really don't expect you to get it. Cause like my stepbrothers hate you, <laughs> yeah, you know, or my half brothers hate you, but, um, she was an awful stepmom. So it's like that, that's been something tough. It's like something she doesn't understand. And then it's like the guilt trip of like, well, your grandmother and you know, like you're going to choose your, you know, her over your grandmother. And it's like, but she's my daughter. Yeah. Um, I actually, I had a friend who I was very, very, very close with. Um, Mm -hmm. she was my, we went to school together when I was in college, went to same class, we partied together, we lived together. Like we were very close. Mm -hmm. Um, she met her now husband maybe three weeks before I met mine. And, um, so obviously our friendship dynamic changed very quickly. I mean, obviously we weren't sleeping in each other's beds anymore. (laughs) And, um, her and her boyfriend at the time, they, neither of them had kids, obviously. So they were kind of still in the same lifestyle that I was prior to meeting my husband, Mm -hmm. you know, single, I could go out anytime, like, let me know 20 minutes ahead and I'll be there, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember one night she texted me to go out and I was like, I can't like my husband's like, it wasn't my husband's time, but I was like, he's on call. Um, somebody needs to be here with my stepdaughter, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, she's not your kid. Why don't you just come? And I was like, "Hmm." (laughs) um, safe to say we're not very close anymore. And she actually just had her first child. So she, 
She did kind of try to reach out, but I mean, that ship kind of sailed for me. Yeah, it's it's hard too because it's like you almost don't blame her for not understanding, but it's also a relationship dynamic of like if you're being counted on. Yeah, you know, by somebody other than you're just yourself. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot more to it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's hard, especially. I mean, you shouldn't have to explain to anybody that loving somebody with a child means changing some of your priorities. Did anybody, um, like, try to warn you? Um, I don't really think so. No. But, I mean, I was raised by a single dad, so I really respected him being a single dad. And, yeah, like, his life was honestly just bringing her to daycare, going to work, picking her up. Mm-hmm. dinner bath bed like he was very so I had a lot of respect for him that way so I think anybody trying to tell me different I would have been like <laughs> yeah nice try yeah and I mean like I said on previous episodes like he wasn't the first person that I had dated with children mm-hmm. but he was the first relationship that went far enough for me to meet and have a relationship with the child right so right. I feel like I was responsible enough or like um, like I trusted myself enough to know where the red flags were that I should walk away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got lucky that way. Yeah, no kidding. Well, and you're also already the motherly type, like you said, with your siblings and stuff. So yeah, some things just came naturally that way. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of with Mother's Day coming up, um, what is it like in your house? Um, so Mother's Day, obviously, my stepdaughter goes with her mom, regardless if it's our time or not. Um, which is fair. I totally get it. Um, but so I usually like we still usually celebrate it. Um, and you know, I'm weird, as you say, so we go for a hike, we go for a Mother's Day hike. That's what I ask. I want to get out of the city and go into the mountains. That's what I want to do. And then I stop off at my favorite coffee shop and I get myself a London fog. That's what we do. Um, Wow. You and my husband really are related. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. And so we do that. But this year, I think like we're going to do. So I don't know if you already knew this, um, Amanda, but did you know there's a stepmother's day? Um, I actually only did recently because I was researching for our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so it's official. It's an actual day and it's the Sunday after Mother's Day. So So bio mom said to my husband one time, what do you expect me to give her a card on Mother's Day? So (laughs) now I'm going to expect a card. (laughs) You're like, damn right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's the, it's the, uh, following Sunday after Mother's Day, and it's been around since 2000, and it was founded by oh, wow. Lizzie Capuzzi. I hope I'm saying her name right, but wow, that's way longer than I would have expected. I know, right? I thought I thought that was really cool. So, um, in case anyone's wondering, and I just feel like, you know, I know we're gonna touch on an episode here coming up about like how to support stepmoms and stuff, but um, I just feel like if if you're listening and you know a stepmom or um, 
you know, I, I just think it's cool to like reach out to them, even if, you know, you don't get a car, but just say, Hey, happy stepmother's day. Like, I think that's super important yeah. to a simple text just to acknowledge is really sweet. Yeah. Cause like you may not be the biological, but you're still a mom. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think stepmoms do more behind the scene things than bio moms because acknowledging it causes conflict in a lot of relationships. Yeah. And unfortunately, I just, I see so many moms that aren't acknowledged or, you know, like, you know what? I should look into it. Is there a stepdad day? Hmm, that's a good question. We should look into that. But I think, I mean, we shouldn't be, you know, stepdads are important too. I'm not saying that at all, but I think it's just Isn't great. It celebrated enough. <laughs> right? Just kidding. We love you, stepdad. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> everybody well not everybody but there's some good stepdads out there too so I think that's super important but um so just so everyone knows there is an official day and I always say it like being spoiled enough is just not cooking dinner so I also don't cook dinner on that fucking day either yes I like that yeah what about you what do you guys do um Honestly, my husband kind of like switches it up every year. Yeah. And he's very like, (laughs) I don't know about yours, but like my number one love language is gifts. So I feel like I'm a good gift giver. You are. You are. Um, He's maybe not so good. Mm -hmm. So like he's very like one time he bought me a charmed aroma candle and I was like, oh, sweet. This is awesome. I got like 11 more candles so I have like all and then I lost weight so I literally have a handful of rings downstairs that don't fit me oh my god um, <laughs> so just like just like random things like that where he's like oh man she likes that and then I'll just get like a whole bunch of that <laughs> one thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. severely overdo it yeah um so yeah this year I have I have no idea actually but same well, like I'd be happy if he ordered Chinese food and like let me get baked in the bathtub by myself. What would you call a, a, a Mother's Day that you would want? Like a typical good Mother's Day. Oh, do you know how nice it would be this year to just go to a, like the water park and have drinks by the pool? And even though all the people at the mall look at you like you're a zoo animal, mm-hmm. I'd still do it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm missing people these days, clearly. Yeah, see, I'm still good. I'm cool with staying away from people. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, like, I'm totally good. And I've always kind of been that person. Like, honestly, like, conversation and, like, chatting with people that, like, I don't really want to chat with for a long extended period of time, like, exhaust me. Yeah, I should say I've definitely gotten to that point, too, where I'm, like, very intentional about who I give my time mm-hmm. to. Um, As we should, eh? Yeah. I'm pretty, like, I'm blessed though. Like, I do have a good group of friends. But, yeah, even still, I feel like even a monthly FaceTime, I have a hard time doing something. Like, I have nothing to update you with. No. Like, no, 100%. I wake up every day and I vacuum and I clean up all the shit my kids throw all over my fucking house. And I do two loads of laundry and try to nap. Like... <laughs> And you do this podcast now. And I do this podcast now. <laughs> you can handle all the behind the scenes thing for us. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> You're a multitasker. And that's there's something to be said about that for sure. I am a multitasker, but I would much 
rather multitask like on a beach in Mexico. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, that's the plan. Hopefully, one day we can do the podcast from a beach. Yeah, well, let's put that on our bucket list. It's on our to do list. You bet. Um, so I thought it would be really cool to dive into like some tips on you know, blending extended families. Um, I thought this one in particular was pretty interesting, actually, because I got it off letterpile.com. And I wish I could see who the oh, Denise McGill. Um, And this is actually fairly recent. So it's from October 3rd of 2020. Um, So she talked about um, introducing her stepkids to her her parents actually um so if you don't mind Amanda I'll just read it and then we can kind of talk about it after um so she wrote extended family dynamics you have no control over how your parents or your new spouse's parent accept or receive the new stepchildren some people are wonderful in accepting of these new additions to their grandchildren remembering birthdays and Christmas gifts however not all extended families are like that I was unaware of this dynamic, and upon bringing my new stepchildren to my parents for the first time, the sweet innocence called my parents grandma and grandpa. My parents were not ready for this and were offended as if I had instructed the children to call them that. If I had to do it all over again in the presence of mind, I would have told my new children to ask my parents what they would like to be called. This would have put the ball in their court and allowed them the freedom to decide what their role would be. My sweet stepchildren were very mystified at my parents' rejection towards them. How do you explain something like that to a six and seven-year-old? There really isn't a way. This one incident kept my parents from getting to know two sweet and lovable children. Wasted years. Don't let this happen. That's fair. Sad, hey? It is sad, yeah. Um, But I guess it is interesting. I guess it depends on on the grandparents or whatever most I do also feel like the like the newer younger generations are a lot more accepting of blended families because Mm -hmm. I agree with you like my grandpa was telling me that um like him and my grandma separated and I think he said 84 and he said prior to the 80s child support like wasn't a thing so if you left like you were independent on your own and he said basically once that law came out it was like divorces left right and center in the 80s no shit yeah that's crazy wow so i think it's definitely becoming more and more common do you feel like most kids would just like wander up to new like these new supposed grandparents and just say grandma and grandpa, or do you think it's something that was like maybe plugged into their head already? Yeah. I think it would be odd unless there were other children and they were just like, Oh, that's what we're calling them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Cause but if know, they were the only children, then yeah, definitely weird. My, like my stepdaughter called like my, my dad, like everyone just calls him Papa Dan. Yeah. Even my nieces from like my spouse's family, like they call him Papa Dan. That's not their Papa. They just all call him Papa Dan. So it was just something that's always been. Um, But like, 
And so my stepdaughter and my son like share a phone just to kind of communicate with people during COVID and stuff. And I, you know, obviously I look through it because that's my duty and right as a parent. And like, I can see my stepdaughter talking to her mom and whenever she talks about like Papa Dan, which she's always called him that. She'll like, if she's texting her mom and mentioning him, she'll say like eight, like my son's grandpa. Oh, or like my sister came out to visit from Ontario and you know, my, my, they both call her auntie, auntie and her name. And always since my stepdaughter was a little girl, always, always, always called her that. And she says like my son's aunt <laughs> is coming out or whatever. And it's like, Oh, she doesn't feel comfortable enough saying it, but well, and you know that it's giving her a little bit of anxiety for, like, how her mom's going to react. Like, I know I've mentioned before, like, my stepdaughter does the same thing with me. Mm-hmm. Like, has called me mom for almost six years now. And now, at her in, in front of her mom, she calls me Amanda. Which is fine. And, like, obviously, you get whatever it. she has to do to be comfortable. but To survive. Yeah. It sucks just knowing that she feels uncomfortable from anybody about that. Yeah, it does. And no one should, no one should judge her on it. And honestly, your situation is so much different from others. Like you, you are and were her mom. The only mom. Yeah, like I knew her when we met her for the first time. So it's right. like, so lady, <laughs> I feel like any biological mom who was incarcerated or was away for a significant amount of time and had somebody else raising their daughter I would expect my kid calls them mom. Yeah. It's really unfortunate the level of disrespect that we Mm -hmm. accept from her (laughs) considering everything. But it's all insecurity. You got to know that, right? Oh, a hundred percent. And you know what? Like I can be the bigger woman if I have to be. And, like, be patient until my stepdaughter is old enough to kind of put two and two together on her own. Mm -hmm. But it still sucks. I mean, anybody in that situation knows it sucks. It does. Being a stepmom is a whole lot of biting your tongue and sucking it up. (laughs) And taking a bunch of, like, dare I say, abuse. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. Like, taking things from somebody that you would not accept from anybody else. Yeah. I've ended friendships over less. I know. I could, that's the thing. I'm like, I say to my spouse often when we're in those dramatic states, like, I don't think she knows how ghetto I can get. Like, I, I, want, I want to see ghetto Dana. <laughs> I have never let anybody talk to me like that ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, is like, it's never to my face. So like, I don't know. It's just, tough. but it's like, oh man, I just want to like rip out the earrings and be like, oh fuck, no. I right? don't think it doesn't have the balls to say it to my face. So that's, that's the thing. Right. So it's just like, oh man, you're just such a scary cat. Like you can't even be an adult and confront somebody when you have concern about your own flesh and blood. And the passive aggressiveness is like even worse. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I used to get really angry, but then it's like, I just pity you at this point. Yeah. I guess pretty pathetic. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so 
I came across another website and obviously I'd like to say we were like, oh, I think everything was pretty much smooth sailing for us. I mean, there were no major, major hiccups, but I I thought this website was pretty good as far as if anybody who's listening, you know, is having trouble or hasn't done yet and is kind of worried about, (laughs) you know, what might happen. Um, There's an article here in Psychology Today and they did blended and extended family holiday blues. So, okay, how fucked up is your schedule when it comes to um, extended family events? Or is it because, like, you guys are away from your family, so is it easier for you? Um, yeah, I don't I don't feel like we have too many, like, scheduling conflicts. Okay. Um, honestly, yeah, we spend our holidays with our friends. Good. And their family who like my kids call my well my husband's friend's mom grandma and yeah they always include us and vice versa that's awesome that's awesome to have that type of support and at least you know your kids have that feeling of grandparents around right oh my god such a blessing I know like it's kind of hellish for us around Christmas time for sure because I mean it's my family it's my spouse's family it's her mom's family and then there's her stepdad's family Jeez. and so it gets pretty intense and then it's also my birthday which is like null no one cares null and void <laughs> So um, that's like the last thing on the list. It just sucks. I'm the only parent that doesn't get her on my birthday, but um, only every other year, I guess. Um, So here's some just like common causes of blended or extended family crisis. Um, So family disapproval of a new family member, most often a new spouse or fiance. There may be harsh words and criticism or simply a general family freeze toward the newcomer, which I can totally sympathize with. Um, So it says, what to do? Insist on courtesy and respect when your new spouse or significant other is attending a family event. Time and positive experiences with each other may eventually soothe the tension. If children, dependent or adult, resent the newcomer, go slow. Spend time alone with the kids instead of insisting that every outing or visit must include the new person. Whatever their age, your children want to feel that they have a unique and secure place in your life. Spending time alone with them as well as time shared with your new love will help ease the transition for all. That's some good advice. Yeah, I thought so too. Because I think some people, I, I mean, we jumped into it too. But like we definitely, like we didn't date. We just fucking went to the park with our kids all the time. (laughs) yeah that was um I used to sneak in after my stepdaughter went to bed and then I would sneak out as he was like putting her in the car to take her to daycare oh my god that's funny yeah good for you though keeping under wraps it didn't last super super long no you're like I'm over it (laughs) right um One of the ones that I thought was good was when you're trying to balance celebrations between different extended families and it seems everyone is feeling slighted. So I know we've felt really torn um, because you can't make everybody happy and like your whole 
like holiday schedule revolves around our stepchild or my stepchild. Um, So what to do, agree together on when to spend time with each family, when to blend celebrations and how to carve out time for yourselves during the holidays. One of you may have a greater need or inclination to spend holidays with kin, but don't ignore the feelings of other spouses, family, especially when grandchildren are involved. Let family members know that you love them, want to be with them, and are trying to work out a holiday arrangement that seems fair to all, including you. This can mean creating some new traditions and new ways of being together. So, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I mean, sometimes I think there's such a change in the family that it's helpful to, yeah, maybe Christmas starts looking different in a, in a new way. And starting new traditions, which I know is really hard for my in-laws. I don't, I don't think they'd budge too much on that. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard if you have expectations to change those as you go along. But I mean, I think it's safe to say for both of our cases, it takes time. Yes. For happy blending. Oh my God. It's so true. Honestly, like I thought the holidays were exhausting to begin with, but let alone when you're trying to schedule and just like make sure everybody's seen everybody and like fitting in all the holiday stuff you want to do with the kids in a short amount of time. It's like, Holy shit. Yeah. It's like having an itinerary for the entire week and you're just like, go, 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 go. Well, and I, I am someone like as much as I love organization, I like also just being like, yeah, sure. That works for me or no, I'm good or whatever. Oh, I'm attached to my fucking calendar at all times. Cause I'm not sure. Like, can we, I don't know. Do we have my stepdaughter? I don't know. Like, cause you know, you go, you have your regular schedule, but then all of a sudden the holidays hit and school's out and who gets her and how long do that? It's like, it's fucked up. Yeah. I don't like things by so many rules. Well, and it's like, as, as moms, we already have such a big invisible load. Mm -hmm. So adding all of the invisible load of a stepmom, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, for a long time, it was like, well, we can't do this because we don't have my stepdaughter. We want to make sure we have her. And But it's like, she does all this fun or used to, I don't think it happens much anymore, but they used to do all this fun stuff with her. And it's like, well, I can still do like, it, it took a while for me to figure out, like, I can still do things with my son. You have to find the balance. You do. We can't wait. Yeah. After a while, you're like, wow, I'm like so worried about being unfair to my stepchild. I'm like completely being unfair to my biological children. Oh, man, you nailed it. That's exactly it. Yeah, it took me a long time to do that because I was so focused on being stepmom. It's like I almost forgot about like, mom, it's okay. I can still parent and do stuff and not feel guilty about it while she's gone, right? Yeah, it's like triaging who needs you most at any given time. Ugh. Sometimes I wonder if I'm cut out for that type of shit, but this is why we're drinking. (laughs) Well, and then at the end of the night, then there's your husband. Yeah. God, mine's waiting in the bath. (laughs) Amanda. He only got home like half an hour before we started recording. So he's like, babe. Help me. I know. Uh, such a busy day and my spouse is like, so when are we banging it out? Yeah, that's why he mixed you two drinks. Right? <laughs> like, hopefully she gets drunk again. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I was a little bit tipsy in our last episode, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and some things happened later. <laughs> Wait till we break out our drinking game. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. Yeah, so just in case anybody knows, Amanda has been wonderful and designed a cool new game for specifically for stepmoms but I'm sure we could I'm sure it's doable to do if you're not a stepmom as well you can just text me and make my voice again like that on your show and I'll divorce you my word (laughs) was it me or you no me when I went babe (laughs) oh shit you're gonna get divorced now (laughs) yeah right he's gonna be like you owe me a blowjob yeah (laughs) no job cures all apparently um answered everything (laughs) yeah right um did you have anything else to add amanda about that i mean honestly i feel like this one's super situational i mean the best advice i think we can give is like be patient and give it time and try to be sympathetic that you know they're trying to maybe just be protective of your spouse yeah being protective and as long as they're not you know being disrespectful outwardly being assholes or anything like that I think everyone just needs time and I think not putting any pressure on like what to call people at first is gonna save everybody like a whole lot of heartache and everything yeah realistic with your expectations exactly exactly and um yeah, if you're just starting to date someone with a child and you're kind of coming in um, and people are, you know, a little bit skeptical, just hopefully give it some time and hopefully they'll come around because definitely I, I remember being like, um, I can't, I'm sick. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't do I can't do it. I can't do it. I feel like such a hoe bag. <laughs> <laughs> So it does get better. Um, yeah. And we're here. We're definitely here. If anybody has anything else to add or if you maybe just need to vent or have a question or anything like that, we're obviously not professionals, but I'd like to think that we've been through enough of it that we could hopefully have um, some insight on any given situation really. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for listening to another mother podcast and being a part of our community. Remember, no matter how unique your situation, you're not alone. To be a part of the show, make an episode topic suggestion or to share your story, please email info at anothermotherpodcast.ca and make sure to follow at another mother podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Um, And please leave us a rating on um, either Apple app or Spotify, whichever you are listening with. Thanks, guys. Bye.